type of game being played as it go down. Song to the storm that I got to know that. Cause you with me, you are. And I better give me an ugly. How they gonna get me? I'm politicking with this chicken, wondering if I'm a creeper. Little hood rap from 25th named Jamaica. Coming through like I knew, you know, getting my bark on. Knew she was a thug, cause when I met her, she had a scarf on. 5411, size 7 and girls. Baby face would look like she was 11 with curls. Girlfriend, Why? remember me from way back? I'm the same cat with the wave cat. Like my TNT used to be the still here, so it's all good. Oh, you know my rich and them doing their thing on 35th day. It's a small hood, and it's all wood, so let me get that number. I get up, alright? Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh. 
Yo, 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 what's going on, what's going on, it's episode 11 of Christian Life Conduct, you dig, it's your boy, Warlow, aka Go Low, cause I'm gonna go to everything I've done, I'm gonna go to everything I plan to do, and I'm gonna go to everything I do today, <coughs> ooh, goddamn, goddamn, for sure, for sure, but yeah, man, that was still one of my favorite DMX songs right there, man, how's it going? You feel me? One of the most influential, one of the most rawest motherfucking rappers in the motherfucking game. DMX, you feel me? Rest in power to DMX, you feel me? Rest in motherfucking power to DMX, you dig? If you don't know, if you've been living under a rock these last few days, you know. That you feel me? The world has been praying. The world has been you feel me, hoping that DMX made it through, but unfortunately he he transitioned and, and passed away officially today, uh, due to his uh family, uh, posting the statement letting everyone know that he uh transitioned today. So I'm not gonna make this a sad show. I'm not gonna make I'm not gonna do that. But we are gonna celebrate the legacy of DMX. The nigga was a motherfucking legend. The nigga made had two number one albums in one year. Who who your favorite rapper ain't even do no shit like that. Your favorite rapper right now ain't never did no shit like that. Your favorite rapper ain't never performed in front of the whole motherfucking world. Y'all know the viral clip that I'm talking about. The nigga, like, nigga did some legendary shit. Your favorite rapper would never do no shit like that. So, like I said, man, rest in power, DMX. Condolences to his family, friends, loved ones, all that good shit. This shit crazy because, goddamn, he passed away today. But if social media would have had something to do with it, he would have been passed away. Because y'all killed the, the nigga, like, twice before he actually was officially pronounced uh, deceased, which is crazy. Like, social media is crazy. You got a lot of people that's just, like, just, just trying to trying to go viral, trying to be the first one to goddamn to, to let everybody know that he passed away. You feel me? And that shit crazy. But man, that, that it's crazy though. Like this nigga one of the most impactful artists, our rappers, actors of our generation, you feel me? So like I said, rest in power to DMX. And like I said, we celebrate him. So now I'm finna play one of my other one of my uh one another one of my favorite songs by him. You feel me? Because this is what real niggas do. And we celebrating the life and legacy of DMX. So, you feel me? I'm just going to let the shit play. I ain't going to even let y'all know what it is. Here we go. Survive, bro. That's if I meet it in the summer. 
Slipping DMX, <clears throat> the nigga like mastered the ability of goddamn being one of the hardest 
goddamn, the nigga was gangster, one of the hardest, most gangsters, motherfucking rappers in the game. But then had a then had the ability to spit some deep shit to your ass, like some deep thought provoking type shit. The nigga was able to goddamn be the hardest nigga in the room, but still show his vulnerability. It's like been countless concerts that I seen footage of where this nigga was just going crazy. And this nigga just goddamn, he reflected over his life moments and reflected over different shit to the crowd and just broke down in front of the crowd. Like, can't too many motherfucking rappers do no shit like that. Can't too many motherfuckers connect with people like that. This nigga had. Niggas that was real deal in the street on some gangster type shit, busting down in tears at this nigga concert crying. Like who, 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 who able to do some shit like that? Nobody. Like the nigga was a one of one. And like I said, man, shit crazy. Like I remember, goddamn, looking at Rough Rider Chronicles and shit like that. Like. I know Swizz and, and, and Jada and who else? All oh, them niggas. I know them. that shit hit them niggas as hard. I, hit, I know they hit them the hard way for sure, for sure. So like I said, man, condolences to them. Condolences to the family. Condolences to his daughter, kids, all his kids, you feel me? I already know they're going to make his legacy live on anyway, but. That nigga was one of a kind, bro. It ain't, it ain't no, it ain't another artist like him. Like it ain't, it ain't gonna never be another artist like him, bro. That nigga was like, was a, a talent, bro. And like I said, he was able to be vulnerable. <clears throat> he was able to spit some some gangster shit, some hard shit, and he was able to cry in front of you, and you was still looking him like, yeah. You still a real ass nigga. He he was it was the definition of a real nigga. Like a lot of you niggas got the definition of a real nigga fucked up. You think being a real nigga is walking around <clears throat> trying to act hard all the time. Talking about you gonna shoot a nigga, talking about you gonna beat a nigga ass, just trying to act hard all the time. Nigga, that ain't no real nigga. A real nigga is somebody that's able to show all his emotions and still in the midst of showing all them emotions. You still a real nigga. You still known as a real nigga. That's the definition of a real nigga. A lot of you niggas need to learn from DMX. Cause a lot of you niggas got that definition all the way fucked up. You're not a real nigga. You will want to be real nigga. You feel me? Learn. You feel me? Learn from DMX. You need to learn a few things from that nigga. Then maybe you might be a real nigga. That's just real shit. You need to look at some of these nigga interviews. The niggas didn't do nothing but spit jewels. Look at the nigga Drinks Champs interview. Look at some of this nigga Breakfast Club interviews. Just look at his interviews and shit in general. <clears throat> Every interview that nigga did, that nigga dropped a jewel in that motherfucker. That he was actually a real nigga. You are not a real nigga, sir. You need a little bit of more experience. You ain't did no crimes. <laughs> you ain't did no type of crimes. You ain't never been locked up. You ain't never been through no real shit for real, for real. 
So therefore you ain't even a real nigga. You will wanna be real nigga. Yeah. Learn from DMX. Well with that being said, I'ma go on to the last song of the motherfucking day. Well, not the last song of the day, but the last song in, in remembrance of DMX. Hey man, we finna get right into this motherfucker, you feel me? I ain't gonna say what it is, but when you hear it, you gonna know what the fuck it is. And let's go. Oh, you thought you 
talk cheap, motherfucker. Yeah, but yeah, man. Rest in motherfucker power once again. The DMX, you feel me? I had to goddamn, you feel me? I had to get my tribute. I had to show my love some kind of way, and then that was the way I'm gonna do it. And that's just how we gonna keep that shit right there. Long live DMX, and it's straight like that. You did. But yeah, man, <clears throat> going into the next portion of the show, make sure y'all follow www.apparel underscore on Instagram. Make sure you get that merch. Make sure you get you a shirt. Make sure you get you some sweats. Make sure you get you a bag. Make sure you get you a goddamn, what, some socks. Make sure you get you a goddamn hat. Make sure you goddamn get anything with Warlow Wise words printed and stamped on the front of that motherfucker. You feel me? Show your support. Goddamn. Make sure you go to Amazon.com. Make sure you type in my name. Make sure you goddamn purchase anything, any book, any motherfucking thing on that bitch. You feel me? Make sure you subscribe. To this podcast right here, yeah, that's the one I'm talking about, Unchristian-like conduct. Make sure you go to Apple Podcasts. Make sure you type in Unchristian-like conduct. Make sure you click on it. You're going to see the shit pop up. You're going to see the subscribe button. Make sure you hit that motherfucker. Make sure you listen to a couple episodes of it. And make sure you rate that motherfucker after you listen to it. And then after you do that, make sure you share the motherfucker so other motherfuckers can do the same shit that I just told you to do. And make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to keep doing that shit and keep running this shit up. You feel me? It's only gonna go up. Straight like that. But yeah, man, we gonna get into uh sports or whatever. We gonna get into it. Let me go to my motherfucking t- uh list. You did? We gonna get into all that good shit. Let me give me a minute. Matter of fact, I can tell you the first thing I'm going to talk about is Hmm, Oh yeah, okay, if you a Lakers fan, they just uh, announced that the Lakers are going to unveil the championship banner on May the 12th. You feel what I'm saying? They couldn't uh, necessarily unveil the championship banner when the season started because of COVID protocols. They didn't have any fans, so it really wouldn't make sense to unveil a championship banner when there's no fans. So they announced that they're going to unveil the championship banner on May the 12th. You feel me? So I'm looking forward to that. And... I wanted to speak on this situation, the Toronto Raptors and the Los Angeles Lakers game, okay. So, during this game, it was uh, Fred Van Vliet and DeAndre Bembry. They, uh, and Talon Horton Tucker, they all got suspended for one game each without pay because most of them 
It wasn't because of them swinging on a motherfucker. It wasn't because of them getting in the fight. It wasn't because of them talking to the refs crazy or getting into an altercation with the refs. It was mainly because they left the bench. And in the NBA, it's a rule that if there is an altercation going on, if you leave the bench, you will either get fined or you will get suspended. So in that instance, they will get suspended. And and the altercation started when I think it was uh, OG Ananobi and then it was Dennis Schroeder. Okay, uh, I think, yeah, uh, Ananobi, he was going for the uh, layup. And Schroeder, you feel me, he fouled him. And Ananobi was goddamn, he was, um, he was, it looked like he was going to hurt himself by the way he was finna land. So, Ben, the good nigga that Schroeder is. He got down, tried to hold the nigga up. You feel me? He tried to hold him up so he wouldn't hurt himself. But the nigga Ananobi, he got down, picked the nigga up, and basically was trying to slam the nigga type shit. So he didn't slam him all the way. Uh, Schroeder kind of caught himself, you feel me? And then when he tried to slam him, Schroeder felt some type of way. He was like, hey, nigga, you trying to goddamn slam me, and I'm trying to help your little bitch ass, you feel me? So, goddamn, that started the whole thing. Schroeder got up like he wanted to hit the nigga in the face type shit. And then the bench, cleared, they cleared the bench. The Lakers cleared the bench. So, Montrez Hair, he came out that motherfucker first. And uh, what else happened? Taylor Horn Tucker, if you look at the video, if you really like a sports head and you look at type shit like that, if you look at the video of it, Taylor Horn Tucker, he was on the bench. He literally didn't, he wasn't even in the vicinity of everybody else. He was getting off the bench and he stepped, I want to say, by like six or seven feet away from the bench on the court. He stopped and then he went back. But the nigga still got suspended. And Montrez hair, I think he, uh, <clears throat> which I think is kind of like contradiction within the whole shit. Montrez hair, he was the closest motherfucker to the altercation, but he didn't get suspended. He only got fined twenty thousand dollars. But it's kind of backwards because why would you find the nigga that was? In the heat of the moment in the shit. Why would you find him but not suspend him? But you gonna suspend Taylor Horner Tucker. And he was all the way on the other side of the motherfucking court. But being the real niggas that they are. Uh, Schroeder was like he gonna take care of Harold's fine. He gonna pay it. Because quote unquote he said he had my back. So I mean we're gonna take care of that for sure. So real niggas do real shit. Ain't no pressure about no $20,000, especially to no NBA athlete. But it's just the principle of the fact. The NBA has gotten way too motherfucking soft. Like, it shouldn't be no suspensions, no fines from an altercation where no swings were thrown, where nothing really happened. It's just a bunch of scuffling and shit like that. Like, we got a goddamn brain that, we got to bring that edge. We got to bring that type of shit back to the NBA because it makes for better TV. Y'all want more ratings? Y'all want better ratings? Stop goddamn policing soft-ass altercations. Like, 
it wasn't even nothing to be getting that crazy about for real free in my opinion. But hey, y'all got it. <laughs> y'all got it. And the Deshaun Watson situation has gotten even more crazy. Like apparently, I'm gonna get my facts straight. Let me see. Let me see what happened with this shit. Apparently, uh, he has had more and more women come forward accusing him of uh, basically forcing himself upon him, like masseuses and things of that nature that he has been uh, interacting with. More and more of them have kept coming forward. And so with that being said, I think Nike suspended his partnership with him. And I think, I want to say Beats, Beats by Drake suspended their partnership with him. So... This nigga losing the endorsement money. I really hope that these women is not lying on this man. But at this point, if it's over 20 women coming forward saying he did something, I, I would hope 20 women all together is not trying to fuck this man over like that. I would, I would hope they not trying to do this man like that. And... This whole story of Deshaun wanting to leave Texas, and now this nigga is in this situation. This whole story is just crazy to me. Like, it's power in, in what you speak. Be careful what you ask for because, shit, you might get it in a way that you wasn't planning on getting it. Just be careful, bro. It's word and it's, it's, it's power in what you say. Like, you can speak things into existence. It might not happen. You might get what you want, but it might not happen the way you want it to happen. So be careful about what you ask for. And I feel like it, he a perfect example of it. He wanted out of Houston. And shit, you might just be out of Houston, but shit, you might not have another job if you get out of Houston. Because I don't see no other team really f- trying to sign this man if he really did all this shit. Unless they just desperate for wins. If they just a desperate ass franchise. And they need wins that bad. They will sign them. And I could think of a few of them on the top off the top of my head that are desperate franchises. They haven't won in a long ass time. And they will be willing. They will be ready. They will be prepared. They will be be you feel me they will be ready to sign this motherfucker if he do end up getting like release type shit or they some type shit but they gave this nigga too much money to just get rid of him like that this nigga like i don't know it's crazy though this this whole story outline is really you feel me it's crazy to me but yo what else happened uh, the 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 baseball season has started, but I'm not really into baseball like that. I can honestly admit that it was one point in time where I actually looked at a few MLB games from beginning to end. And I really like. I'm the type of person where if I don't like something, I will at least give the shit a try. It's a lot of motherfuckers that don't like nothing and they ain't never gave it a try. Never tried to listen to it. Never tried to watch it. Never tried to do nothing. I honestly, I, I can honestly say I give everything a chance. So I can have a valid reason behind why I don't fuck with something. 
I highly advise anybody, like, before you knock something, at least listen to it or at least try to watch the shit so you can have a valid valid observation. You can have, like, merit behind what the fuck you're saying. If somebody asks you, why you don't fuck with this? No, nah, I, I just don't fuck with it because I don't fuck with it. No, nah, I'm going to tell you why I don't fuck with something. And baseball... I would only fuck with I could only fuck with baseball if it was like unlimited action throughout the whole game. Like you really, really did have to look at a whole game to see a home run or to see some type of shit like that. Basketball, you can you see three pointers like a motherfucker. You'll see dunks like a motherfucker. You'll see heated alter heated altercations like a motherfucker. You see shit like that like a motherfucker. Football, you see. Crazy catches, you see crazy runs, you see kickoff returns, punt returns, you see crazy, crazy shit. Bet the bet the bet. Like I need to be interested in what the fuck I'm looking at. And baseball is just too slow. Like I can't get into it like that. You feel me? I, I just can't, bro. I just can't do it. I actually gave it a try. Can't say I ain't give it a try, but. It ain't for me. So they they season started, and yeah, that's that. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. But what else I'm finna get into? Excuse me, goddamn. Oh, yeah, back to the Deshaun Watson situation. It was uh, basically his attorney said that his QB did engage in sex acts. And his attorney, Rusty Harden, said there were sometimes consensual encounters during Deshaun Watson's massage sessions. Okay, that's crazy. So, he did goddamn have some shit going on. That's crazy. And another crazy football story that caught my eye was uh let me let me go to this shit. There's an ex NFL player, his name was Philip Adams. He uh was identified as a suspect in Rock Hill, South Carolina. It was a shooting where he killed, I think, five people. Including a doctor, and it was his wife and their two young grandchildren. A fifth person working at the family's home was also found dead, and the sixth person was injured. And, and Adams, he played in the NFL from 2010 to 2015. He played for the 49ers, he played for the Patriots, the Seahawks, the Raiders, the Jets, and the Falcons. And he was later found dead of a self inflicted gunshot wound in his family's home. Down the street from the massacre. Okay, that's crazy. So, anytime a football player go on some crazy rampage type shit, they always test their brain for CTE. Because apparently, like a lot of these players, they take so many blows and hits and shit to the head that leads them to do crazy shit. And, I mean, it has been studies of. Players got them either killing themselves or inflicting 
uh, violence on other motherfuckers, and then they get their brain tested, and then they end up having CTE. But we can't just blame CTE for for somebody doing fucked up shit. Maybe he, maybe that motherfucker was just a fucked up person, and they they were just a fucked up person. CTE ain't got shit to do with it. CTE shouldn't. If CTE making motherfuckers do that, then y'all need to. I don't know. That shit crazy though. And whole time, if this nigga did all this shit, he 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 better he he got CTE. I already know he got CTE. That's that's a crazy that that, that shit just caught my eye though. Okay, a, 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 a update on the Tiger Woods crash. They were basically saying Tiger Woods mistakenly thought he was in the state of Florida when he interviewed when he was interviewed by a sheriff's deputy at Los Angeles area uh, hospital after he crashed in February. And they said that his blood pressure was too low to administer any type of pain medica- medication. And an empty pharmaceutical bottle was found in the backpack at the scene of the crash with no label or indication of what was inside of it. Wow. So in my opinion, Tiger Woods need to get a driver. He need to hire a driver. This nigga need to stop driving. This nigga need to retire from golf. This nigga need to just train up and come golfers. Have like a a Tiger Academy, a Tiger Sports Academy, similar to what Kobe did with the Mama Sports Academy. Just have an academy to goddamn train and and you feel me. Mold up and coming golfers, including his son, and just do that type shit. Because yeah, he been doing a little bit too much over his career. This nigga been doing way too fucking much. <laughs> and what else we got? We gonna talk about? Oh yeah, uh so apparently, you know, LeBron AD, they've been out for the past couple weeks. So apparently in the next two to three weeks they coming back. He made a post. You know how he do. He he makes cryptic posts. You basically was saying the weatherman says the weather is changing soon and it predicts a thumb thunderstorm is coming. Folks prepare and take proper caution. Measure to stay safe. Yeah. And, and, and he had the orthopedic surgery and his name David Gear. He said, I expect when he completely heals, he should be back like who he was before he got hurt. So, okay. And they are now number five in the West. They 32 and 20. And they they have gone four. They won four games and they lost six games during James's absence. So, in my opinion... I think the leg is gonna be good. 
no, I think yeah, he injured himself on March the twentieth, and this is now it is now April the ninth. So he should be back by goddamn end of you feel me, end of April type shit, end of April beginning of May type shit. I'm not really worried about the record of the Lakers. I really feel like the lower they see, the more the less pressure they gotta deal with. You can go in and motherfucker be in the five seeds and be in the Lakers and you still do what the fuck you gotta do. Especially if they just signed Andre Drummond, they just signed um uh Macklemore. Who else they signed? They signed some key additions. So we gonna be straight, bro. And ain't no pressure. Oh, yeah, another crazy story. It was former Florida State receiver Travis Rudolph. He was arrested on first-degree murder charge. Said former uh, Florida State University football standout was arrested early Wednesday on charges of first-degree murder and and attempted first-degree murder. And I remember this nigga, uh, too. I remember that nigga playing. Cause I think he played with the Giants and the Dolphins in the NFL. You feel me? <laughs> he was a five-star recruit. He had 2,300 receiving yards and scored 18 touchdowns in three seasons for Florida State. You feel me? It is really crazy to me how these professional athletes be getting caught up in crazy-ass shit like that, though. Like, sit y'all ass down somewhere and make y'all millions. What the fuck is y'all killing motherfuckers for? Like, y'all got a way out. Y'all got a way out, man. What the fuck is y'all doing, bro? Oh yeah, it's a couple of things that I meant to, to to mention on the last episode, but I was tripping. I wasn't thinking all the way through. Um, Roy Williams of uh, University of North Carolina, he announced his retirement uh, recently, and then they ended up hiring Hubert Davis. He was the assistant head coach of North Carolina, so. He, uh, when he was named uh, the official head as the successor to Roy Williams. And before I get into that, shout out to Roy Williams. Oh, uh, he a legend in the college basketball world. A legend, for sure. One of the oldest motherfuckers that had drip like a motherfucker. Shoe game was crazy. But shout out to Roy Williams, man. Happy retirement to you. But yeah, let's get back to Hubert Davis. He is the first black, the first black African American head coach. Well, I'm gonna say first. What is he the first? Let me be sure. Okay, yeah, he is the first African-American head coach at University of North Carolina. 
And he has been getting a lot of flack during his press conference. A reporter asked him, how does it feel being uh, one of the first, well, not one of the first, the first African-American head coach for University of North Carolina? He was basically, in short terms, he was like, yeah, I'm proud to be African-American, and I'm also proud to have a white wife, and I'm also proud to have mixed children. And he got, he caught flack for that. And in my opinion, I didn't see nothing wrong with him saying that. But I could see what people would be mad at him for saying that. Like, nigga, like, nigga, like, <laughs> you are a black, you, you black, bro, and, and you coaching for North Carolina. Just, you feel me? Black power, motherfucker. Like, why is you trying to switch this shit to some other shit? But in the same breath. I can see what he's trying to say. Equality. All, everybody should be. He's basically preaching equality. His wife is white. His children in the mix. He's basically saying it ain't always about color. All of us need to come together. But a lot of motherfuckers don't look at it like that. Yeah, he basically was saying. I'm going to read the exact quote that he said. He said, I know that it is significant that I'm the fourth. Okay, he's the fourth African-American head coach in any sport in the history of the University of North Carolina. I'm very proud to be African-American, but I'm also very proud that my wife is white. And I'm also very proud that my my three very beautiful, unbelievable kids are a combination of us. Yeah. But like I said, man, I ain't seen nothing wrong with him actually saying that. I mean, he, he was just being real, bro. I'm black, I'm a white, white, and my kids are mixed. So, motherfucker, equality is, you feel me? Equality means some shit, bro. Which I don't, I, hey, man. I ain't seen nothing wrong with it, but, hey, you know, social media gonna drag some shit out if they drag some shit out what else I'm gonna get into See, let me see, let me see. Oh yeah, I had a take on. Okay, um, it was last night on uh inside the NBA. Everybody talking about when Charles Barkley's. They basically were saying he made a hot take about the Clippers' chances in the postseason. And he basically, just to make a long story short, let me see. Well, I'm not going to make a long story short. This is what he said. He said, I've been poor. I've been rich. I've been fat. I've been skinny. I've been old. I've been in the Hall of Fame. One thing I can always tell you, the Clippers have always sucked. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> 
And he ain't tell one lie. These are the facts. Between 1978 and 2010, the Clippers only made the playoffs four times. Since 2011, the Clippers made the playoffs eight times. You feel me? They have never made a conference final, and they have never made an NBA finals. But that being said, they do have a chance to change it. They have Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. They got who else? Serge Ibaka. They just signed Rondo. They got Beverly. They got a chance to change it. But it takes more than talent to be successful in the NBA. You got to come together. You got you to gotta be a motherfucking team. It takes more than talent. If that were the case, you know how many talented motherfuckers in the NBA it is? If that were the case, everybody would be winning championships. If success is just based off talent, nigga, the NBA is talented as motherfuckers. You got to come together as a team, camaraderie, teamwork, make the dream work. And in my opinion, I don't think the Clips will ever win a championship. They're not going to ever win a championship. They're never going to win one. They might come close, but they're never going to win one. And if they win one, I will make, I will, I will, I will make it known. I will make it be public about it that I was wrong. But I don't, I'm not never wrong with a lot of shit. And I don't see myself being wrong. I just don't see the Clippers holding up a trophy saying that they the champions. I just don't see that shit happening. <laughs> I don't see it happening at the fuck all. Mm-mm. I don't see it happening. They talented as fuck. I just don't see it happening at all. Charles Barkley ain't tell one lie. Charles Barkley don't really tell a lot of lies. He's just a nigga that's, he done made himself hateable. So anytime he make us, yeah, make a statement, motherfuckers going to either agree with it or they going to shit on him. But I fuck with some of his takes until he go against teams that I fuck with. Then that's when we got a problem. But yeah, let me see. The fuck else we gonna got now? Get into. I feel like I'm I'm forgetting something. Mm. It's gonna come to me when. When I'm, it's gonna come to me at the worst time too. I already know. Mm, 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 mm. Let me see. 
we're gonna get into some of these weird news stories. That's what we're gonna get into, goddamn. That I uh seen that was kind of crazy. Here go one of them. University of Kentucky, University of Kentucky, mistakenly sends five hundred thousand acceptances. Technical issues cause half a million high school seniors to be accepted into a program that usually accepts three dozen students a year. Now that's crazy. Wow. Okay. That is crazy. How the fuck you mistakenly send five hundred thousand how the fuck you mistakenly send five hundred thousand acceptance letter? How is it possible for you to send that many goddamn acceptance letters? said a very small number of students who received it, except his email, had expressed interest in this particular programs, and all students who have who who should have been admitted received their acceptance letters. And one of the uh, seniors' name was Mary Dottery. She received the email. She said, "I was like, Mom, I just got accepted into the University of Kentucky." And she's like, "Oh, I didn't know you applied for the University of Kentucky." And she was like, "Oh, I did not." How the fuck? Yeah, that's... Yeah, how the fuck, man? This shit crazy. I, I wish I would get an acceptance letter from someone that I didn't apply to. I wish I would. Some shit like that would happen to me. And then they send an email. Oh, unfortunately... With, 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 um... How, how would they say this shit? With great regret, we are we are sorry to inform you that we mistakenly sent an email saying you were accepted. How the fuck do you send an email to somebody that didn't even apply to goddamn go to your college to tell them that they got accepted? Like, how the fuck does that even happen? Like, make it make sense, bitch. Make it make sense, bitch. Okay, here another crazy story that I came across. Just the title of it is Ravens Accused of Stealing Groceries from Alaska Costco Customers. <laughs> and one of the customers like, they know what they're doing. It's not their first time. They're very fat. So I think they've got a whole system there. <laughs> uh, 
it's this dude named Matt Lewallen. He said he was packing the groceries into his car in the parking lot of an Anchorage Costco when Raven swooped in to steal a short rear from his car. <laughs> I literally took 10 steps away and turned around, and two Ravens came down and instantly grabbed one of the uh, package, ripped it off, and flew off with it. Wow. Said the piece of meat was 4 by 7 inches, 10 by 18 centimeters. Oh, wow. These niggas, these ravens is hungry out this motherfucker. These ravens gotta eat too. Fuck wrong with you. And another one said my parents were minding their business after a shop and made it home with one less steak. The bird snatched it right out of the pack in the parking lot. Wow. So these ravens, you feel me? These ravens hungry. These ravens say, hey, you thought you were going to eat something tonight? No, we, we finna eat so shit. You thought you were finna eat good tonight, but we finna eat so shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny as hell. That is funny as the fuck. Those were the main two that really caught my eye. But... Now we finna get into the new music that just dropped. Um, I know Polo G just dropped some shit, so I'm finna listen to that. Because I haven't really listened to it like that for real. Called Rap Star. And I'm gonna give my honest opinion about if I fuck with it or not. I fuck with Polo G, he be going the fuck off. But it's I'm just talking about this song. He just dropped a video for it. Like I said, it called Rap Star. Hold on real quick. Hold on. All right, here we go. Let's get into this shit. You feel me? Polo G, pop a rap star. I'm 
opened up another bag like fuck it, I'ma count all the minutes. All the planes flying across, screaming money, counting chains, claiming shit. I guess that's how it sounds when we're winning. I ain't joking, do it sound like I'm kidding. I've been making like two thousand a minute, so high up through the clouds, I was swimming. I'm probably gonna drown when I'm in it. I bet she gonna get loud when I'm in it. And we might have a child part of reverse. Let's put out a reverse. I'm sorry for a reverse. I'm stuck to my feet hurt. When putting them streets first. in a minute, hey. I'm fucking with that. I'm fucking with that one. It was Polo G rap star. I'm fucking with that one for sure, for sure. I fuck with that. That's getting added to the playlist, for sure. Hell yeah. That nigga been going crazy. But yeah, man. I think that's all I, uh, I think that's all we gonna... I think I really touched over everything that I wanted to touch over to for this episode. As always, make sure you tap into everything that I, everything, like the apparel, the writing, the podcast. I got a lot of more shit that I'm working on as we speak that I'm not going to speak too much on. I'm just going to drop it on y'all. Y'all going to know what the fuck it is then. You feel me? For the last time, rest in power DMX. It's your boy, Warlow. I'm signing off this motherfucker. Warlow, a.k.a. Go Low, because I'm going to go to everything I did. I'm going to go to everything I plan to do. And I'm going to go to everything I'm doing right the fuck now. This is Unchristian-like conduct. The motherfucking hardest podcast out this motherfucker. And just like that, it's episode 11. I'm going to fuck with y'all. Make sure y'all tune in for episode 12. I'm trying to really see if I really want (laughs) to... trying to see if I really want to goddamn I got an idea for what I'm going to uh do as my next episode it's going to be real I feel like it's going to be the most listened to most craziest one ever but I'm probably going to sit on that one and just throw that bitch out there randomly but make sure y'all subscribe 
Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Apple Podcast, subscribe to this shit right the fuck now. Subscribe. Leave a rate. If you listening to my, my podcast and you still ain't left the rate, like, what the fuck is you doing? Like, you just listening just to listen. Like, I need to know what the fuck you think about my shit. Like, leave it right. Hit me up. Let me know how, if you fucking with it or not. Don't just be a ghost listener. You feel me? Let a nigga know what the fuck going on with my shit, man. I would really appreciate it. <laughs> But yeah, man, just like that, like I said, man, it's Unchristian-like conduct, episode 11. I'm going to fuck with y'all next time. Make sure everybody stay safe out there, man. Stay safe. Keep getting to that bag. Keep getting that money. Don't let these hoes take all your money. Stop cash-apping these hoes, y'all. Last couple of dollars. Uh, you could use that shit for some, yeah. <laughs> I mean, let me get off this motherfucking fire, yeah. But yeah, like I said, man, tune in, man. Next time, I fuck with y'all. Straight like that, I'm out that motherfucker. Yitty. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why the fuck haven't you raided my motherfucking show? Hey, man, what the fuck is you doing, man? Hey, man, say, man, make sure you go to Apple Podcasts. Make sure you go to Spotify. Make sure you go to Google Podcasts. Leave a rate. Share the link to this. This one right here, this podcast. Share it to your Twitter, your Facebook, any social media, man. Turn this shit up. Keep turning this shit up. The more support you give unchristian-like conduct, the more this shit gonna turn up and elevate, man. So make sure you show that support. Make sure you lead them rates, man. And keep turning this shit up. It's only gonna go off from here.